Welcome into another edition of Talking Titans for 10. I am your host, Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. This is a Broadway sports media podcast. You can find all of our great podcasts and all of the great work going on at Broadway Sports Media at broadwaysportsmedia.com. Like I said before, there's going to be so much cool stuff going on there with football season just now getting kicked off. Um, There's been a lot of good stuff there already, and we haven't even had football yet. Um, now that football season is getting getting started, it's gonna be it's gonna be the best Titans site on the internet. I don't, there's no I have no hangups at all about saying that. So check that out, BroadwaySportsMedia.com. All right, so Friday injury report is a little bit interesting. You have Jamil Douglas and Derek Roberson who both did not practice for the second straight day. I think it's pretty safe to say that neither one of those guys will play. Kenny Vaccaro did not practice on Thursday. He was back on Friday. That was not injury-related, so I don't think there's any worries about him being there. Vic Beasley was limited with what we now know as a knee injury on Thursday. He did not practice on Friday. I think there is basically no chance that we see Vic Beasley on Monday night in Denver. Again, not really surprising there, um, but be nice to see him You know, do something for that $10 million or whatever it was that they gave him. Corey Davis popped up with a hamstring injury as a limited participant on Thursday. He was back to full participation on Friday, so don't anticipate any issues with him playing. Darrington Evans has been a limited participant both days with the hamstring injury, so that'll be something that we keep an eye on for sure. Adoree Jackson was on the injury report on Friday with a knee injury, was not on there on Thursday, so that could be a little bit of a cause for concern. We'll have to see what his status is on Saturday. And then Dennis Kelly and Roger Saffold both did not practice on Friday, but it was listed as not injury-related, so probably just a day off for those guys. I think we can anticipate them going. Uh, You know, if you look around the league at the injury reports, uh, there's a lot of guys that are popping up with hamstrings, you know, soft tissue stuff, that type of deal. You know, not, I guess not really that atypical for this time of year, but it's just more stuff that we didn't really know about because we didn't have a preseason. So, whereas in the past you would have seen that guys were getting held out of preseason games, you know, when we would have anticipated them playing, um, we didn't have that this year. So, we didn't, we don't really have a point of reference there. So, um, just, just kind of seeing a few things, a few things like that pop up around the league. So obviously we'll keep an eye on that. Now the Titans' final practice will be on Saturday. Uh, that's when we'll get the final practice report with the you know status de- designations for the game. Um, usually those will come out on Friday, but since the Titans don't play till Monday, uh, we don't get that till Saturday this week. Uh, of note, yesterday from Broncos practice, and the Broncos are obviously you know having a rougher time to this point than the Titans have this week. Uh, Cortland Sutton injured his shoulder in practice on Thursday. Um, it was later revealed that he has an AC joint sprain. He did not practice. Or he was not expected to practice on Friday. I don't think Denver has released their practice report at the time that I'm recording this. Not expected to practice today. They said he could be back in a limited role on Saturday. He's listed as day-to-day. I would be a little bit surprised if he plays just with the injury happening so, you know, or just during the week, this week. Um, I'd be a little bit surprised if he plays. Um, I, I would think they would hold him out, to, to hope, hoping that they can get that shoulder back to 100% before, uh, you, you know, for the rest of the year. But we'll keep an eye on that, and obviously check out the site, BroadwaySportsMedia.com. We'll have all of the injury reports and that stuff up on Saturday or you know Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon as well, so you can see all of that there. The other thing that's happened really since we talked last 
Jadavion Clowney uh, did a Zoom call with the Titans media yesterday. He was really, really, really good on it. Um, it. It was exciting to hear from him. Obviously, exciting for him to be here. And he, I, I just thought he was—he had a lot of really good stuff to say. And the, the biggest takeaway for me from that podcast was he really, really likes Mike Vrabel. He really, really likes Mike, what Mike Vrabel did with him when the two of them were together in Houston. I think that was a big factor in him choosing to come to the Titans. Now, I think the Titans offered a couple more million than anybody else did, so obviously, you know, money talks as well. But you could tell just by listening to him that he wanted to be back with Mike Vrabel and that he was not necessarily happy with the way he was used in Seattle last year. You know, obviously, two different styles of defense. Seattle plays a 4 3, where the Titans mainly play a 3 4. But we know from the beginning of the Vrabel era here with the, you know, the front multiplicity that they Vrabel and his staff, John Robinson, those guys, they want guys that can do multiple things. They don't want guys that are just going to live in one spot and, and do kind of the same thing, so to speak, on every play. And we know that Javion Clowney is that chess piece that you can move around. You can line him down. You can stand him up. Uh, you can stand him up you know, in the middle of the front, on the outside of the front. He can rush off the edge. Uh, we heard from his trainer, and, and to that point, there is going to be an excellent piece from Justin Mello going up at Broadway Sports on Monday. Uh, Mello interviewed Clowney's trainer, so be looking for that. Um, but we've heard from his trainer, or at least from John McClain on 104.5, talked to his trainer, and they talked about you know working on his bend, that he needed to get a little bit more athletic, so to speak, off of the edge. Man, when you see him, though, I mean, he looks different than I expected him to, and I don't know if it's just a different color uniform, and obviously we've seen him before on the field, but he, he's a lot like longer and leaner than I remembered him. So maybe that's, you know, that's something that they put some time in on over this offseason and something they've been working on. So I'm really excited to see him on the field, and hopefully um, you know, he's going he's gonna to play in Denver. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to what you know, percentage, what snap count. Uh, number he will have because I, I wouldn't expect a full compliment just with him coming in right before this first game. But he's going to play, and I'm excited to see just the impact that he ha- he's going to have on this defense. That's going to be awesome. And, you know, one of the things he said, I mean, he said he talked to Jonathan Joseph. We know that those guys have been friends for a long time. Uh, he talked to Jonathan Joseph about the locker room, and Joseph had a lot of good things to say about the Titans locker room and things that go on there. And then he said if he knows anything about a Mike Vrabel defense, that they're going to play hard, they're going to be flying around, and that was something that he wanted to be a part of. So really excited to hear all of that, and you know, hopefully this is something that goes well for everybody. Um, you know, I think if he gets more than 10 sacks, his, his contract can get up you know, towards $15 million. Would love to see him have success here and then to be able to work out something long-term because he's just a guy that just allows you to do so many things. So really excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. Last thing today, um, Mayor John Cooper, you know, uh, obviously my favorite mayor. If you follow me on Twitter, if you listen to the podcast from the other day, has announced that bars can stay open later for Titans Broncos Monday night. You know, we, we get the late kickoff Monday night, um, sometime after nine o'clock. So I think it's supposed to be nine ten, but it'll depend on what that first, how long that first game goes. Uh, but Mayor Cooper said today that bars can stay open as long as 30 minutes after the end of the Titans game. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means for fans in October. We're kind of still waiting on that. Uh, Burke Nighill, Titans uh, vice president, was on the Midday 180 today and said that they are, you know, working closely with his office. They have been in constant communication. He even said today that they <laughs> have created a picture book for the mayor 
um, to kind of give them to kind of give him what their plan would be for having fans in attendance. Um, so those were in, and he was going to go drop them off with the mayor. Uh, so hopefully we'll get some news on that fairly soon. Like I said before, the Titans have three home games in October. He did say, Burke Nahal did say on the radio today, that they probably would not start at 21 22% capacity, that they would start a little bit lower and ramp up to that. Um, we haven't got an announcement on that yet, so we'll kind of keep an eye on that. Vanderbilt did announce today that they're not going to have any fans at their athletic events through the month of October. Now, that, from everything that I read on that, it sounded like that was a Vanderbilt decision that didn't have anything to do with the city of Nashville, so I don't know that that has any determination on what the plan will be for the Titans. But hopefully, um, you know, before, maybe before this Monday night game, but uh, definitely by the middle of next week, we'll have an idea on if there will be fans allowed in the stadium in October. So we'll kind of keep our fingers crossed for that. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Like I said at the top, I'm Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter, at jmorrismcm. Uh, we'll have a lot of good stuff there, a ton of good stuff at Broadway Sports Media. Best Times writers there are. They're all there. They're all doing really, really good stuff. Ryan Watson has an In the Trenches piece that's absolutely fantastic uh, that you need to check out. you got to become a member to do that. But, uh, again, I've been saying it all along. The membership is definitely worth it. You get that stuff. You get all Mike, Herden's, Mike Herndon's stuff, Mello's interview with, with Clowney's trainer, and, you know, all the guys, all the connections that he has. So a ton of good stuff going on there, broadwaysportsmedia.com. This podcast is part of the Home Run Throwback podcast feed. Uh, I'll have an episode of Home Run Throwback coming out on Monday, Monday morning with John Glennon. We'll, we'll preview everything you need to know leading into the Monday night game. So be sure and subscribe to that. And then these shows, the Talking Titans for 10, they'll be available uh, pretty much five days a week going forward uh, just to kind of break down the, the little news things of the day. So Home Run Throwback, wherever you get your podcast, you can subscribe there. Broadway Sports Media is the website, at MCM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Talking Titans for 10, and we will talk to you again next week. Brought to you by Broadway Sports Media.